Welcome to the Spa Retailer Podcast, where we talk about retail, business, and all things related to the hot tub industry. Here's your host, Megan Kendrick. Welcome to the Spa Retailer Podcast. Today I'm with the owners of All Seasons Pools and Spas, which has six locations in the Sacramento Metro. Adam Litke and Lauren Cujotis, thanks for joining me. So Adam, who is 32, and Lauren, who is 38, bought All Seasons Pools in 2015. Today I'm hoping to find out kind of the behind the scenes of why and how they purchased the business as part of our succession series here on the podcast. But first, let's get a little bit of your history. Um, starting with you, Adam, how did you get into the hot tub and swimming pool business? Um, it was 2002, and I was a, uh, a junior in high school, and um, I was not doing so well in biology. And um, my dad, who was a high school principal, not fortunately not the one I was attending, um, Grades were pretty important in growing up in my family and in our household, so um, he gave me an ultimatum of, uh, you're going to get a C, or better, or you're going to get a summer job, (laughs) and um, well, the grade didn't change. It stayed the same. I did pass with a D, Uh, (laughs) but uh, so my parents, growing up, my parents had an above-ground pool. They've had a Doughboy since 1985, since I was born, Um, and my dad went into uh, our local pool store, which was All Seasons Pools and Spas, when it was just one single store, and he went in there to buy some chemicals, because this was in the month of June, and he came home and said, hey, there's a, uh, a help wanted sign in the window, you're going to go apply. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, do you want to go apply, he was telling me that was <laughs> that was the uh, what was going to happen. So I did, I went and applied, and I applied at a couple other local restaurants in town for a dishwashing job, but um, All Seasons was the uh, only company that actually called me back. And um, they just needed a, someone to ring a cash register and do water tests for the summer for literally two months, from June to uh, to August. And um, once, you know, so I, you know, they hired me on, and I learned a lot really fast, kind of got thrown into it right in the middle of the season, and learned a lot about chemistry and pumps and filters and sweeps and not knowing anything about pools previously. Uh, and then once um, <clears throat> my senior year of high school started in August, the uh, current owner then asked if I wanted to stay on um, and come in after school and then work on the weekends still in the store. And I said, yeah, I would love to, you know, and being 17 at the time and making fairly decent money for someone who's 17 with no bills still, you know, in high school, I, I jumped at the opportunity. I loved it. So um, that was kind of my introduction to uh, the pool and spa industry. So you didn't have a whole lot of a choice in whether or not you got into this industry. <laughs> I, uh, I did not, and you know, and I'm I'm glad they were the only ones that called me back. You know, because I, if <laughs> if I was washing ditches that summer, I don't think I'd still be doing it uh, 15 years later, like I am now with uh, with pools and spas. So I didn't have a choice. So uh, you know, all you kids out there listening, you know, D's can actually turn out okay for you. <laughs> Um, so how about how about you, Lauren? How did you find yourself in the pool and hot tub industry? I actually started in the uh, making spa covers of all things uh, right out of high school at a local uh, manufacturer doing that. And then um, my now wife was then a girlfriend uh, had a job at a local pool store in Auburn, uh, Forest Pools, which was actually all seasons pools competition at that point. And um, she got me over there, you know, basically doing the same thing Adam was doing at all seasons, just, you know, water tests, working the counter. 
And then um, from there, I, you know, started doing tech work and pulled out and, and progressively just, you know, jumped up the ladder, I guess you would say, um, on, on uh, with Forest Pools. So, yeah. And then All Seasons purchased Forest Pools eventually, is that correct? Yeah, it's a funny story because we, because at one point, my wife and I were trying to purchase forest pools like in 2005 and it just didn't work out. And, uh, after that, my, my boss at the point at that time, uh, the owner of forest pools and I, we sort of had a falling out. And so I actually left forest pools to go to work for all seasons. <laughs> and then, uh, a year later, the, the owner at that time of all seasons <laughs> bought forest pools. So it's sort of ironic how it, how it happened. So, yeah, that's interesting. It kind of came full circle there. <laughs> so you guys now are both working at All Seasons. Um, how did it start? When did you start talking about, hey, maybe we should buy this business? Um, and, and why did you think, why did you want to buy it, I guess? Um, this is Adam. Uh, and um, it it took a long time from when Forest Pools was purchased to when Lauren and I um, threw the idea around. We actually bought out another um, pool store down in Roseville, down the hill, and it grew from two stores to three to four to five. Um, so it went, you know, a good seven years uh, of growth where, you know, Lauren was still, um, you know, doing tech work and moving his way up to the general manager position and uh, myself um, still doing route and kind of watching over all the route guys um, to uh, us, you know, one day we were, we, I remember the day vividly, Lauren was helping me on my route because I had to get off early. I think we were doing a, a company camping trip. Uh, I think we are actually going to the lake. And he was helping me so I could, you know, get my route done and we could all go. And um, we just kind of, we're just talking, you know, about things that we would do different if we were the owner at the time and, you know, and how we would like to see things change and progress and evolve. And just jokingly, I think, you know, I don't even know who it was, but just said, you know, what if we bought it? And, you know, we just kind of, kind of laughed it off. But I think, you know, we both went home, you know, after that day or that weekend and, thought more about it and um we kind of jokingly also approached the owner at that time and said hey what what would it take or would you even be interested or what would you want you know and i think he he wasn't obviously at the time he wasn't looking to even sell at all but uh he he knew that lauren and i were both at at the uh position um in our lives and and also with the company where we either needed to go out on our own, you know, individually or start our own together or buy him out. I mean, we were both, um, being paid pretty well. Um, but the most you could working for someone else. And so we, uh, we approached him and just said, Hey, what would you want for it? And, um, about a week later he came back and said, you know, if you guys are serious, this is what I would want and, and gave us a figure and, some other stipulations, but um, at least it kind of gave us a, uh, a goal to try and start reaching and see what steps it would take to, to reach that goal. So when he comes back to you with that number, I mean, what's the first thing that you guys that you guys did? I mean, did you take that and, and go to a bank or did you, you know, sit down and try to figure out your own finances and kind of what you could put into it? How did you, how did you kind of go from point A to point B? 
Well, this is this is Lauren. Um, I mean, first thing we did was obviously, you know, look at the the price he offered, and is, you know, is it fair? You know, can we can we buy it at that price and survive? You know, um, which we we evaluated it, and in knowing that what we wanted to do with the business in the future, you know, where we wanted to take it, we knew that we could, you know, we can make it grow and, you know, to a certain extent we'd be willing to pay maybe a little bit more for it than, than it might have been worth knowing that we can grow it. So, and then, yeah, I mean, we just started, um, luckily Adam's brother was in the banking industry at that point. So we, we got with him and he was familiar with, you know, valuing businesses and, and the whole loan procedure, you know, set up. So we got with him and, and he sort of guided us through, you know, uh, the banking and the loan process. And we, uh, this is Adam again. <clears throat> we, um, we both had to, I think the first things we did, you know, to after we got kind of the, the path to follow is, um, luckily, Lauren and I both are fortunate enough to have um, family and friends that wanted to see us do well. And so a lot of times people ask, you know, <laughs> you didn't just pull out that much money out of your pocket. So, no, we, we definitely had help um, along the way, a lot of help from great people that wanted to see this happen on both, you know, Lauren's family and my family. So that's kind of where the kickstart when people – finally realized we were serious about this and it wasn't just blowing smoke and, and small talk and, and we were trying to make this, the moves and, and, and go the, you know, the direction of making this really happen. So we, we definitely had help um, from family and friends, you know, even customers, uh, literally family uh, customers have been with us for, you know, 15 years uh, offered help because they wanted to see it happen that bad too. So was there anything that the, the previous owner needed to do to kind of get you or get the business ready to sell? I mean, like you said, he wasn't thinking that he was going to sell his business when you guys approached him. So were there some things that he kind of needed to, to get in order or a change in his mindset to say, okay, I think I'm actually ready to do this? This is Lauren. So I mean, at this, at this point, right around the same time for about three years, I've been the general manager of the, the entire company. And, and basically running everything you know uh he was not totally hands-off but i mean essentially all he was doing was the books so i mean i sort of already knew everything about the business so there wasn't a whole lot of adjustment he had to do you know um as far as a transition or anything like that um it just happened to be that you know it wasn't like selling to somebody just off the streets we knew you know i knew and so did adam you know we knew what the business was about we knew you know a lot of the financials we knew you know all that so it was it was actually an easy super easy transition what were some of the things that you were excited to be able to do once the business was yours um that you'd kind of always wanted to to change or or do or or start this is Lauren. So one of the things, you know, we had always talked about, and this is not, I'm not trying to hit on the old owner, but I mean, that his way of dealing with employees was different than how we talked about doing it. And I think, you know, there was a lot of turnover of employees, you know, under his ownership because of the way he sometimes dealt with employees. So that was one of the first things we talked about is, you know, let's, let's, you know, show appreciation to our employees. Let's, let's make sure they know that we appreciate their hard work and let's make sure that they love working for us. Um, and, you know, because obviously your employees are your biggest asset, you know, 
if you, if you don't have good employees that are happy and and they won't work hard, they won't perform for you. You know, that's that's the hard you know that's the hardest part. So that was one of the first things we talked about as far as changes to be made. Uh, this is Adam. <clears throat> I also think you know, kind of touching on what Lauren said, not only making sure employees are happy, but um, Lauren and I are both you know. We are both out there five days a week, most of the time during the season seven. Um, I think it's important important for an owner. Um, you know, a lot of times my customers don't even realize that the owner of all seasons is the one that's cleaning their pool, especially when they see someone like myself, a younger guy, um, and they go, you're the owner, you know? Yeah, I am. Um, I think people appreciate that. I also think other employees and maybe other uh, competition owners can appreciate it. I think um, no matter what industry, it doesn't have to be pool and spa, but I think an owner shouldn't, you know, just check in when it's the Christmas party or, you know, come in to, to hand out, you know, paychecks. I think they should be there and know what's going on. And that was another thing Lauren and I had discussed from day one. You know, we weren't going to stop working if we became the owners. We weren't just going to go out and play golf every day as much as we would love to. Um, it's just not feasible. And so we, we kind of treat this company as like our baby. Like we, we like to put in these, you know, 12 hour days and see it grow and do well. And by doing so, that's what enables us to pay our employees well, um, make sure our customers are handled, make sure just day-to-day -day operations are taken care of, um, and not just you know rely on someone else. And, and I want to know. I want to see every little thing. I want to know about every complaint. I want to know about every compliment. Uh, and I know Lawrence the same way. So we just attacked it kind of with, you know, you know, feet in, hands in, you know, all in, knowing that we were we're right there next to every one of our employees. You know, we don't. We don't uh, expect to be treated differently just because we're the owners. I mean, we're all co-workers, but yeah, I, I signed their paychecks and, and or Lauren, but we're still out there doing, you know, 120 pools a week. Lauren's out there installing solar panels, putting in pumps, putting in filters, automation, you name it. We're both out there just like every one of our other guys. Um, we just happen to have a bigger title on our business cards than they do. So when you bought the business, you stopped doing in-ground pool construction, but you do sell above-ground pools and hot tubs and service everything, correct? Yeah, this is Lauren. So we we um, we do pretty much everything except for new construction and remodel. Um, we we went down that road and it and it just didn't work out. Just <clears throat> just the pure size of the business, it was just. The previous owner did not not us. Uh, yeah, the previous owner had tried the, the construction and remodel, but it just it didn't fit in with our business model. So, yeah, we stopped we stopped doing that. And um, so you know, obviously the retail locations they sell above ground pools. We sell Doughboy, and then we sell you know Sundance spas um, at the retail locations. So, so from a financial standpoint, um, buying a business with a partner is a lot easier. But um, but a business partnership like this can get complicated <laughs> how do you guys how do you guys handle that that you um you know that you're both on the same page and that you don't have any con well or when you do have conflict kind of how do you handle how do you handle that uh i mean it's funny obviously before you know we signed on the dotted line that it was ours you know we, we talked to an attorney um we had to hire a good attorney and and he had warned us that you know he's seen many friendships go into business together go in shaking hands and come out swinging fists um it's never been that way with lauren and myself i mean he technically was my boss before he was my business partner um i think he has the same passion and drive for the industry that i do and i know he wants the same things and 
if there's ever been minor arguments, it's you know about who has to call a customer that so that the other person doesn't want to do. You know that that's like the most of it. I mean, Lauren, Lauren knows the business end of this of this company much more than myself, and I don't, I don't ever try and and get in there and do that. I mean. It's something he was running the company before we were owners. I I wasn't. I I was the service guy, making sure our route guys showed up on time and did all the pools. Um, and that's why I think it works well for us, is because we both know kind of each other's strong points and weak points, and and where we need to be. And so he relies on me to make sure that you know people are there, pools are clean, customers are happy. I make sure that you know that and Lauren makes sure is that uh you know the books are done people are paid um bills are paid lights are on you know things like that and so I don't think it's ever going to be an issue with us um you know knock on wood that um that it's we're going to come to button heads over who deserves more and things like that it's just it's it's just been so smooth and natural in these two and a half years of being business partners that it it just works it works really well so it sounds like you guys kind of got lucky where you have skill sets that really complement each other. So you're not uh, maybe stepping on each other's toes very often. Yeah, exactly. So how has the store changed or grown since you two have, have taken over? Well, we've, um, as far as like the retail end of it, um, not a whole lot of change um, up until about a, <laughs> two weeks ago uh, when we opened our uh, sixth location. But, um, you know, we had been wanting to open a new location for a while and, and it just never, the opportunity never arose. And finally, you know, we were presented with an opportunity we couldn't pass up uh, for the sixth location. So uh, that's been the biggest change. Um, beyond that we haven't changed a whole lot I mean we didn't it wasn't super broken you know if it's not broken don't fix it it was it it, it was running smoothly as far as the retail locations go obviously we did some minor changes but um, the biggest has been that our, our opening of our sixth there's store. a lot of talk about our industry aging out that we're not doing a good job of ushering in a new generation of workers and leaders what would you two say to young people who are looking for a career path who maybe haven't given the pool and hot tub industry a thought? I mean, from the sounds of it, you two probably didn't see yourselves working in this industry long term. Am I right? Well, it's funny you say that because I, this is Lauren actually, <laughs> um, I went to, I graduated from Sac State and I was actually on the path of going to law school. <laughs> I went to uh, the orientation for the law school and, and, uh, I honestly think they want to scare you off at those orientations because I, I obviously got scared off. But in my mind, I was you know, in my mind I was thinking like, hey, you know, I've devoted this many years to this business. I'm, you know, you know, I can grow. I feel like I'm in a position I can grow. And um, it's like, do I want to start all over? You know, in, in a new career. And and it just sort of hit me like, you know, I think I could I could continue to grow in this business. And um, yeah, so. Uh, you know, it's not like it's a dead end business. I guess you know, there's always opportunity to grow in it. So, and this is Adam. I I kind of think I was kind of same with Lauren. By the time I, you know, I I wasted seven years at a junior college taking <laughs> every class under the sun that just sounded fun. I mean, <laughs> I think I took every metal shop class they offered and anything that didn't require math or science because science is what landed me here talking to you today. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, it got to the point where, you know, I, I was at an age where I realized if I was going to start over, you know, I was going to take a huge pay cut to go learn. I wasn't going to go learn how to swing a hammer and build a house. I had already learned 
a lot in this industry. And, and no, I don't think anyone ever grows up wanting to be an owner of a pool company. Um, but I learned it's an, it's a really interesting industry. I, I love it. I, I've learned a lot and there's so much I don't know, but I was just at a point where I said it would be stupid for me to throw all this away and go try and learn something else and start over than to just keep pursuing it. And I met a lot of great people, um, in the industry and dealers and reps and, and other, you know, owners and other pool guys. And it just made sense. You know, I, I, I just, I so told myself that it was, you know, this is going to be it, you know, learn how to do it. But I always kind of had that desire to at least want to be the boss <laughs> at some point, but, uh, I wanted to do it in something I knew a lot about and it just happened to pools and spas kind of fell into my lap at that point. And so I just stuck with it. This is Lauren. I, the other thing for me is that it's a fun industry. You know, it's, it's all about fun. People in their backyards having fun, people in the hot tub having fun, family and fun. And I mean, you know, it's, it's good to see customers happy and, and enjoying their backyards. It's that's, there's, there's a good feeling you get out of that. What would you guys say to, um, people who are in your, who are in your position, um, that you were a few years ago where you're, um, working at a company, you're kind of ready to take the next step. You are maybe interested in ownership. I mean, what would you say to them, you know, tips or encouragement, um, to sort of get them from, you know, being the employee to being the owner? I, I actually had someone ask me this question last month who's not in the industry, but in a similar, you know, in a position where he's been there for a long time and and has the knowledge to, to take it a step further. And there's so many things that you can't really prepare for. Uh, I, I know it sounds cliche when you can become the owner. I mean, there's so many things I didn't expect. Um, you literally become married to the company. That's one thing I don't think anyone really tells you. Um it's it is you don't you don't log out you don't log off um you know what used to be just your problems you know and now you worry about everyone else's as the owner it's not just making sure your work done your is done it's it's making sure everyone's work's done before you can go home so if you if you have that drive to to put in to go yeah i'm i'm gonna put in seven days a week sometimes or i'm gonna come in on sunday or i gotta cover if someone's sick or you know, sometimes you got to cancel plans because you've got someone who's upset and you got to get out there. And so if you have that desire really to make it your own, uh, then it's incredibly rewarding. I mean, you just have to be prepared and, you know, to know that it doesn't, it doesn't ever go away. I mean, it's, your business is always on. It's, it's like having another kid in it, you know, it's, it's, um, it's always there. So you have to be willing to, to work even when you don't want to you gotta if you get that call that the alarm's going off in one of your stores at 4 a.m you gotta drive down there and i say that uh because it's happened a couple of times um there's things like that you know it, you really have to want it um and a lot of people do but you gotta make sure that is something you know if you're willing to take those steps to try and make it happen be prepared for <laughs> for the stuff that you don't even think about. You can't prepare. You have to be prepared to not be prepared. Um, so that's, that's kind of the best advice I can give you to bring it full circle. How about you, Lauren? Yeah, I mean, you know, people, it's funny because, you know, my friends, are, hey, you have a day off to go golf? You know, you, you have a day off? And it's like, yeah, I can get away. I really don't have a day off, but I can get away. You know, I don't, vacations, days off. I mean, Really, you know, my wife would love it to where my phone didn't ring, you know, when we were on vacation. But really, you know, it, you know, I have to handle stuff and, 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 and 
if it's on vacation or it's on a day off, we're really never off, you know. So that's that's a it's a it's a definite commitment, you know. That's the biggest thing, like Adam said. Well, it's kind of funny because I feel like you sort of answered the next question I had in mind, which was, um, you know, what were some things that as an employee surprised you now that you were the owner? And it sounds like that for both of you, it's maybe just the fact that it it never gets turned off. Is being able to clock out and go home and, and watch TV and not have to worry about anything. Like, we, we, it's funny, we, we pulled, we were, at, I don't know, we went to Taco Bell or something the other day and we were getting lunch and it's like the guy, we're taking an order. I, I looked at the guy and I was like, man, I wish I was this guy. He just gets to clock out, he gets to go home, have a beer, not even think about his job and then, you know, gets to rest easy at night. So, no, it's it's definitely uh, nonstop, so. And this is Adam. I remember I used to give the, the old owner, I, I would give him a hard time every time I saw him, ask him how the greens were at the local golf course or uh, how he how he played today and, and always just assuming that he was at home counting piles of cash. <laughs> His swimming pool is also filled with cash as well, too. But um, I've since since becoming an owner, I think I've apologized to him more times than not about giving him those hard times <laughs> because you know you don't employees don't always a lot of times they don't see what goes into you know making sure that the lights are on, the stores open, they have a job, and and just making sure everything's run smoothly. And you know. I have two cell phones, and they, like Lauren said, they both don't stop. I, you know, and I answer, I'll answer a call. I, I was fixing a hot tub two months ago at 11.30 at night, um, and that was my choice, but I had a customer that was having a party, and I knew I could fix it, and they paid <laughs> they paid a pretty penny for me to come out there at that time, but I, I like to see the customers happy, and, you know, when I wasn't the owner... When I clocked out at five, that was it. Phone was off. I'm going home. It's me time. Um, now it's everyone else's time. And if there's any left over for me, then then I can uh, do what I will with it. But that's uh, that's that's few and far between. Do you guys still communicate with the with the old owner? I mean, do you do you ever check in with him to ask him questions? Or I mean, what's that relationship like now? Was it was he still kind of involved in the business once you sold it and for a period of time? How did that work? This is Lauren. So, um, I mean, he's not involved at all in it, but I mean, obviously he was the owner and he, he, he built the business to what it was for a reason, you know? And so there's times, you know, I've made phone calls to him and said, Hey, you know, I want you give me your advice on this. This is what we got going on. And, you know, I respect, you know, what he did with the business. So there's, you know, there's obviously that, but, um, and we talk to him on a friend, you know, on a, we're friendly with him, you know, and, and, and we communicate with him quite often. So, yeah, I mean, we have a good relationship with him. What are you guys excited about looking, looking to the future? I mean, do you have any, do you have any plans, um, or just kind of in general things that you are looking forward to as the, as the year progresses? I mean, on the on the retail end, um, I mean, obviously we want to expand. So you know, that's the exciting part is is opening. I love opening new stores. I mean, I think it's 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 fun. Obviously, it's a risk, but um, I, I think down the road, you know, we want to expand um, where there's a lot of mom call mom and pop retail stores that are that are going out of business. I I, I love being able to you know say hey we're expanding. <laughs> you know, we're we're opening stores. You know, so um, for me, that's that's super exciting. Um, this know. is Adam. I think also kind of the same on the service end. It's you know the only thing you can really can be excited is just growth. Um, you know, we've 
we're at f almost 40 employees now, um, which is you know double what it was five years ago. Um, I mean, we kind of uh, the the joke was in the past is you know, uh, and it's and it's it's bit us in the butt a few times is you know we will try we'll try to hire guys right before the beginning of the season. And thinking that pool guys just grow on trees and we're going to find the perfect one in April and he's going to do route the way we like it, no problem. But now we're hiring now. We're always hiring. That's kind of our motto. Uh, we're always looking for someone who's willing to come in and, and work hard and be paid handsomely for it. But growth is what we want to see. You know, we're, we're at nearly 700 accounts now, you know, in two, three, four years, I want to be at a thousand. I want to be right next to the guys that are in the Sacramento area that have 1500, 2000 accounts. I want to be, I want them to talk about us at their employee meetings and go, Hey, you know, all seasons is moving up. What are we going to do to, to compete with them? And I want to, I want to be the next big thing. I want to see this company just continue to thrive. And then one day cash a huge check when I sell this thing to Leslie. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Um, is there anything that we haven't touched on about about you or your background or your company that you think is important for people to know? I think we've pretty much covered everything that I yeah, can think of. Yeah, don't give up. Um, you know, I don't know if we, we talked about it earlier, but, you know, when, when Laura and I were trying to get the small business loan, I mean, we we put our foot into every bank that would open the door for us, and I think seven of them said no. And the one that said yes originally said no, um, and timing was on our side when the people that were running the uh, the small business loan portion of that bank um, either retired or got transferred, and the uh, <laughs> it worked out well because their replacements saw our loan from months before our uh, our proposal, and they loved it. So just don't give up. I mean, we we got to the point, and you know, after 18 months of just bank after bank taking whining and dining us and taking us out, and only to say we're not interested. And I think a lot of it had to do with our, you know, inexperience and just being young. But you know, we still had all everything required. I just don't think they trusted us. And I think you know, just don't give up. If you really are serious about it and you want to work, it's it's so rewarding. It it really 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 is. Um, but it's you have to just you have to stick with it. It's the only thing I can say. Well, I think that's definitely good advice because I feel like there are a lot of people out there right now who are um, wanting to do this, and that hope maybe is the bit of encouragement they need to to get out there and see what it would actually take. Uh, thank you, Adam and Lauren, for joining me today. I really appreciate your time, and thank you for listening to the Spa Retailer Podcast. Thank you, Megan. Thanks. You've been listening to the Spa Retailer Podcast. You can download previous episodes on iTunes, Google Play, or at sparetailer.com slash podcast. Be sure to download the Spa Retailer app where you can also listen to the podcast and get access to all the magazine articles as well as exclusive content.